Let's get this done. Let's do it. He's just wandered off to the kitchen, hang on. I'm getting a brief one, I drink. God, the size coffee addiction is just... Honestly, and it's, it's wrong. I see. Sounds alright, man. Yeah, it's Sounds nice, fun. but it's... Going to, like, eat a bottle of it a day. Oh. So? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to watch the, t- watch the time either, buddy. Watch the time Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to eat it, so it's all good. Oh, uh, okay, well, that's fine, then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's almond milk, so it's all right. Oh, uh, well, actually, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's okay. You put just less on them. Not really, actually. It's high calories and cow's milk. Yeah, you just talk bullshit now. Whatever. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 263. How's that for fucking getting the show starting? Ah, boom! <laughs> the, 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 oh, the things you people don't hear. Um... <laughs> It's episode 263 of Dude and a Monkey. My name is Ian Loring, and as always, I am joined by... Becky Foster, last name. Um, Mark, hello, everybody. I'm not It's Coming Home anymore. It's coming home at some point, but who knows when. Probably before, not before I'm dead. No, I can't. I think that was a bit of a lightning in a bottle moment, to be honest. I don't think it'll get easier run as that again. I agree. I agree. I have faith. Misplaced. I don't think Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm on the Lidl IPA. Yeah, that was with 99p a can. 99p a motherfucking can. Um, <sighs> Good night. The, there's one that uh, like Donna bought them because um, we we had a leaflet through that we had a thing through the door for Lidl. I was like, fuck, and she was going to Lidl anyway. I was like, right, get me some of those, please. So I've got this American IPA now. I've got an orange pale ale coming and then something else coming as well. So these are Haverwood Craft Beer Company who have some sort of deal with Lidl. This, this Twisted Knots American IPA is perfectly decent. 99p a fucking can. You can't really go wrong with that. No, you can't grumble at that, can you? That's, yeah, it's lovely. Um, so what are you guys drinking? Are you on the iced coffee, Mark? Iced coffee, yeah. I'm drinking water. Okay, I'm I'm the only alcoholed one. Okay, <laughs> you like drinking water. I do like drinking water. I drink a lot of it to be fair. So, water is good. Water is hydration. Mm. I was trying to think of what what they say in <laughs> Zoolander. It's like water is the essence of wetness or something. Yeah, it's, I think it's the essence of wetness. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. coming up on this week's show we've got the mighty skyscraper we've got the um, Amer directors uh, Katat and Forzani Uh, their latest Let the Corpses Tatan just appeared on Amazon Prime Video thank you to uh, Orange Warrior Oh, yeah, and, yeah for, um, for highlighting that. It had already been brought to our attention, but we do appreciate the effort, sir. Thank you very much for that. It was good of you. Um, yes. So we're going to be reviewing like, The Corpses Tan. Probably a fair bit of what we watched and whatnot as well. Um, I, I think I've watched quite a bit, actually. We, we, we've got a few, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. yeah, we've not done bad this time, actually. No, we've not. <laughs> so has anything happened in the film world this week? Um, Duncan Jones is making a comic book movie. Um uh, of the comic book Rogue Trooper. 
2008 day one. I, I, I know very little about the comic book, and I will, I will not, what is it, um, subscribe, to, I will not pretend to know that much about it. Uh, but a new Duncan Jones movie, so I'm always happy about that. A new comic movie, movie blah, 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 comic book movie that isn't part of an existing universe as well will be interesting. Well, that does seem to be the uh, a little bit of the thing that's gathering trend at the moment. Mm. You've also, I think, um, the news that it's now been confirmed that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be playing the Joker in the Todd Phillips written, directed um, Joker movie that's as it's produced by Martin Scorsese. Interesting. There's so many of my uh, uh, worlds that I love colliding with that. <laughs> Just pressing all your buttons. It is, isn't it? It is. It, 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 like, it's Joker, Martin Scorsese, Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, this is this is great. Oh, and Todd Phillips is directing it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. What's, what, where, where are they going with the story on it? Is it like an origin story? It's, or? it's just an 80s Joker story that, oh. might or, that may or may not have Batman in it, but probably not. Oh, that'd be good. A better fucking not. Fucking Batman. It's, yeah, it, it, it's... But if they do, like, they can't they can't use Batfleck. No, 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 it's completely separate to yeah. that world. No, it, it, they're, not, they're saying that Batman will not be part of the story, but... It might say hi in passing. It, there might be a <laughs> mention of it or something like that. Interesting. So, but they're not, they're not confirming. They've they, they said... Top of it, as I said, we don't know yet because we've not fully written it yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just released posters and stuff. No, it's not Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh, is that one that's floating around the family? Family, yeah. It's not bad though. No, it's not. That's what he ends up looking like. I won't, I won't be disappointed. Cool. Still bad, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think there's anything else happening. Really, is the, the movie wise? Oh, uh, Scarlett Johansson has dropped that movie. Yeah, that will now never get made. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't know. That just seems like an entire couple of weeks of fuck people fucking whining, and it's great. Now there's a story that's not going to get made. Yeah, well, I, I, guys, I, good job. I, I still maintain that 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 was all of them sat around in a room having a conversation and saying, "Yeah, we're not going to bother making this movie." Um, so what we're going to do is, so you can save a bit of face, Scarjo. You can, you can quit. You, you you drop out. Yeah. Then we'll release it with the studio saying that it's been put on hold because uh, we can't find a star uh, and we don't want to be blah, blah, blah. And we'll spin it like that and it'll just never get in it. I don't know, right? It's a funny one. Cause I saw a complaint about it that made it gave me pause, no, which that? was that if if it was a guy playing... This is my, my idea that I had. Um, I might just stop now because your idea is... It all roads lead to what? All roads lead to Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, yeah. <laughs> so basically, the complaint that I saw was if it had been a guy playing a trans man, there wouldn't have been as much backlash because having a woman playing a trans man is basically equating trans men to just being women in drag. So, on along those kind of lines, I can maybe see. So what you're saying is. Channing Tatum. Well, no. Telling you Channing Tatum. Isn't there, a, isn't there something in which Channing Tatum does wear it? No. I'm thinking of um, Zephyrol in Baywatch when he wears a dress. Yeah, I still think Channing Tatum should play it. Yeah. But no matter what the movie is and no matter what the tone or context of it, he should play it in 21 Jump Street mode. You're just being disrespectful now. Why? So from, from that angle, looking at it from that side, I can kind of see a little bit of why. 
but that's not what that's not what people were saying at first. They've just come up with a more reasonable justification for their chagrin, knee jerk whininess. I think I'm just yeah. going to say chagrin's a great word. I lo- I just love that word. Continue. Yeah, yeah. it's a good word. Solid word. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it, it will get made. They need a bankable star in it. It's working made now. They've decided, you know what, we wanted to do this hot topic film. Mm. Uh, they maybe they completely misjudged the toxicity of the of the climate. Um, it, it, I, I think they did it with the best of intentions. Um, and like I said, they misjudged how, how toxic a, a, a community and a sub-community that is around that uh, has become in a similar way to... Um, things like the Star Wars fandom, et cetera, and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's just, they've gone, do you know what? There's no point because we, we, we can't do, do right for doing wrong yeah. with this. Yeah. And yeah. so they'll, they'll, they'll literally just step away from it. And the horrible thing of that is, is it means that you will not, it, it will set representation back. Because as I think we said last week, you need to do these baby steps and this there's no baby step to to. to, to <laughs> To doing it because they will not allow a baby step, and so it's it's quite literally cutting your nose off the spite first. Yeah, it's just it, it's the kind of thing that's just going to further in in the years to come, make, like make no that there's barely any kind of middle ground now. It's mm. either you're indie as fuck, or you are a mainstream studio film. And yep. you don't really get all that much of an in between. Um, I mean, like I, I suppose, like Blumhouse is is is. I was just going to say that yeah. in genre terms yep. is is managing to like eke profit out of that middle, but that's yeah. because their films are still fairly marketable. They've got recognisable names, or they've got decent hooks. With mm. this, it's like if Scarlett Johansson wasn't in this, if it was a trans actor. <laughs> It just it wouldn't be bankable, and you, you've got to have an absolute fucking sea change in how the frankly the majority of people view the world in order for this kind of film to be even half as successful as it would be with Scarlett Johansson in the role with yeah. with, a, with a trans actor in. And, yeah. and the issue is what 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 would happen is if you got. Anywhere near, anywhere near having a a trans actor um, to being a a very popular star, it would it would become about them being trans. Hmm. That's that 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 that's that's the, the, the sad thing, and then that would become the sole focus, and so people are going to watch a movie with them in that they might be fantastic in playing a a. a, a I'm saying straight, I'm not meaning straight as in sexually yeah. straight, but a, a straight role. Mm. Um, and it'll be everyone in the audience will be sat there going, that's that trans actor, or that's a guy, that's a girl. It, it will be, it will be that. And that's, that's the problem you're going to get. What it does as well is it, is it, is it narrows the audience that is going to see that film right down. And whereas it could have been, yeah, all right, a Scarlett Johansson film that people will go and see partly because it's just because it's Scarlett Johansson, but will maybe make them think afterwards. Do you know what? I've never looked at, I've never thought about that. I've never looked at it like that, and it might create 
a few more tolerant people out of the moviegoers that see that film, it will just become a film for that bubble community. Oh, oh. Mm. It, 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 you off the back of that, you can then introduce within that movie a few yeah. unknown trans actors who they might get a breakout from that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that is how these things work. Mm. Mm. You know, you you don't nobody. Sky Hansen didn't wake up one day and literally then go, you're going to be a movie star now. And it just fucking happened. Mm. You know, people go, oh, Lost in Translation. Yeah, she she made like, loads of movies yeah. as a kid through that. You don't immediately become a fucking a, a, a bankable movie star. No. You look at it and there's anywhere from, and if they try and do that, it fails miserably every time. Every big movie star has got a back catalogue of between four, six, eight, twelve, fifteen, twenty, even character actors can have fifty yeah. film roles. You've got to pay your dues, haven't you? You've got to pay your dues. Scarlett Hansen has paid her dues yeah. and has been a successful um, child actress. She made that successful transition without ever being problematic, problematic <laughs> about it. Um, she also manages to be in big blockbusters. She's also carried... Um, genre pick, schlock, indie, all these things, and she's done it all the right way. And yet, the past couple of years, she's become a little bit of a whipping girl for the... the fucking... the needy moral fucking crusaders of the internet. The appropriation crowd, in it? Yeah. Everyone's so angry. Anyway, trailers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone's so angry. That's basically... Yeah, twenty eight. Well, it's the last couple of years, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Just the late teens. Everyone's so angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just classify the last five years under that heading. Oh man, let's let's get ready for hard Brexit. That's going to be fucking fun. Oh, <laughs> Christ alive! Anyway, trailers. Um, conversation for off air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Trailers, yeah. Um, I think I've only seen a couple myself. What have you guys got? Uh, we've got a few, actually, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, there was quite a few when we, when we checked today. Um, are we starting with Goosebumps 2? We'll start with Goosebumps 2. Have you seen yeah. the one for Goosebumps 2? Yes, I have. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It, there's no, there's I no, so wanted it to be good. There's no, it, 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 Goosebumps, the trailer for Goosebumps, Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween looks like what the first Goosebumps movie was expecting, was expecting to, be. to be, and yeah. then it's actually really quite entertaining. This looks like they've gone more down the straight kid horror movie. Yeah, it does, yeah. It just it looks like a watered-down version of the first one, and the reason the first one was so good is because it kind of harkened back to kids' movies being kind of scary, mm. and this one just doesn't look like it is. On a related note, though... Um, the God, what is it called? The know. House with the Clock in Its Wall. Yeah, uh, with Jack Black in it, obviously, who was in the first Goosebumps. Looks really good. I think mm. that looks really good. It's an unwieldy title, as you said when we watched it. But <laughs> yeah, it's a shit title. But the film itself looks quite it's a shit title. interesting. If, if, if you're essentially going to release a film and go, "Hey, you know Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, you know nobody gives a shit about it. Yeah, uh, and you know we keep trying to give you a new Harry Potter. Uh, yeah." Here's Harry Potter lettering. Look at this flashy new movie and yeah. go, oh yeah, what's it called? Oh, it's this the house with that I'm already bored. 
Oh, no, but you can't do that. You've got to, you've got to do it. Titles will ruin movies. I think it's quite a nice title. Sounds, sounds magical. Like Clocky House. Clocky House. Yeah. Clocky House. House Clock. Clocky House would be good. Yeah. <laughs> the Clock House Chronicles. There you fucking go. No. Based on a book, isn't it? Yeah, it is based on the book, yeah. But you, but you can read the book and go, oh, the house with the book it was. That's fine. But, oh, it's the house with the blah, 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 blah. Such a misery. Anyway, the film itself looks good. It does look really entertaining, actually, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite up for it. We like watching kids' movies, actually, don't we? What? We quite like watching kids' movies. Yeah, I like kids. No. Yeah, Lots I... isn't going anywhere fucking near the house with a clock in its walls. We saw the trailer for that in front of Incredibles 2, and she was not happy. <laughs> Did you not like it? No, she, she's, <laughs> like, sc- like, scary stuff is still quite... Oh, uh, she's still quite jumpy with it. Yeah, her. yeah, she, she still doesn't like it. So, uh... <laughs> Is off that. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna train her. I'll, fi- I'll find a way. Lots of horror. <laughs> Just shot a lot of horror films. <laughs> <laughs> we are terrible. Hey, look at this. Are you scared yet? <laughs> I don't think we're asleep tonight. Good. It's not the feeling you should have. Yeah, but I mean, we must have. We must have done some kind of. Becca, we once got a little bit tipsy and put a Bluetooth speaker under her bed. What is it? So started playing under her bed and started playing, playing creepy noises through it. Fuck <laughs> off, really? Yeah, yeah, we totally did that. It was really good fun. <laughs> she was older then, though, wasn't she? And we, we, we also turned the lights off, the power source in her bedroom <laughs> and tied her door closed. Yeah. So when she woke up and couldn't turn the light on, I was shaking the door. She could open What it. the fuck? What? <laughs> We still need to do the baby <laughs> crying one, actually, with the Bluetooth Yeah, speaker. we do need to do crying for the Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> we, we, we like to prank our child. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking wet. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. We can any horror movies now, though, which is good. Yeah. I don't know. Give it a few years. Maybe I'll be comfortable with that. But just at the moment, with her, like, that would be, that'd be something. That'd be something. She, like, she fucking, she gets petrified when I shout at her. Like just because we're we're very we're we're considering the level of high maintenance that girl is, we are very very chill. So when either of us do un- unload, it really scares her. Oh. So, it, but yeah. Anyway, um. So yeah, haunted Halloween house with a clock in the walls. What else? We watched the Mary Queen of Scots trailer. Oh, Jesus fucking... Nah, I'm... Nah. Uh, it, it, it looks crap, doesn't About halfway through. Basically, it is... It, it's... It's like a parody. It is almost like a parody, isn't it? But yeah. it, it's like a parody. But nobody's told Saoirse Ronan and it's a parody. Oh, she's taking it so seriously. She's taking it so seriously. I don't like her anyway. Uh, yeah, you're not a fan, are you? Um, yeah, but she's taking it so seriously. But then... It, it, but then You've got you just got Margaret Robbie in the full fucking Queen Elizabeth fucking makeup that you almost get a feeling that at some point she's just like wink at her. It is a bad, bad trailer. It's it's not a good trailer. It might be great. It really it, it seems like a film that's trying so fucking hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> oh by the way, uh Mark, uh, Darkest Hour is uh iTunes is one ninety nine rent of the week this week. Cool, it can fuck off. Yeah. 
I may watch it when it's free, just so I can say, watched it, didn't like it. Obviously, if I watch it and I do like it, I will say, but I won't. What's that? Darkest Hour. Oh, fuck that shit, that yeah, one. That I didn't even know what you meant at first. What about that racist twat? Um, uh, and then, by, by contrast to the, uh, the shitty yeah. trailer, Simple Favour. A Paul Feig movie that's not a comedy. I'm into this shit. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. Good. It, it, it's it. Yeah. It's really fucking interesting, that isn't it? I, I, I'm glad it doesn't try and go for humour at all, really, in the trailer. Bit of sarcastic joking. There is, but I think you're going to get thinking. that with the with with, with the actors. You, with Anna Kendrick, I think you're going to get yeah. that. that. That's her. It's her shtick, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, uh, it seems a little bit. A little bit like Gone Girl Light. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping for. It seems like, like quite a mystery kind of. Yeah, but not in a. I'm not meaning that in a, in a negative way no. to it. It's 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 interesting seeing Paul Feig do something that's not a comedy because his comedies are really really good mm. and he's a really really good director. Yeah. And the motherfucker wears a suit to set like every day. And yeah, just he looks yeah, sharp he, as fuck. He, he, he's he's part of that crew in ink that gets that go full fucking, that's it, this is what I wear. Mm. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. But they, if I, if I could, I would. I'm very up for that. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Patient Zero. Well, I'll just, I'll, I'll watch this. In the same way that I'll watch Simple Favour, regardless of whether the thing looks shit because it's got Blake Lively in it, I will watch Patient Zero because it's got Matt Smith in it. So it's just a done deal, really. But he's a bit of a dickhead, though, isn't he? I don't care. But he's a dickhead. I like him in stuff, and he's doing like he's doing quite. All right, watch what, 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 watch, watch, what is it? Is it the Crown that he's in on Netflix? Watch Royalist shit. Oh, but you, but you, but you like him so much. Yeah, there's there's caveats. Yeah, I lovely. pissed next to him once. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, LFF. <laughs> <laughs> did you say? Did you did you speak to him, or was it too awkward because you were both being? I might have. I might have looked at him, nodded, <laughs> said, Doctor, and walked out. <laughs> at least you didn't make some kind of bigger on the inside kind of related joke. That no, would have just no, been awkward. No, no, that's true. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I just fucking, as soon as I went, because I, like, as soon as I said it, I just fucking ran out. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet he was stood there being, as you were out, going, Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it like, you know, like when doctors like address each other. Yeah. Uh, I bet it's a bit weird. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, but despite the fact that I will see it anyway because Matt's missing it, it does actually look quite good. Person's it looks, have you seen the trailer for this here? No, I've got no idea what it is. I don't know what it said though. Sorry, go on. No idea what it is. Um, essentially, it, it seems like the... Who in it that I like? The Ian likes Natalie Dormer. Everyone likes Natalie Dormer. Um, <laughs> what? I like... Do I? Uh, yeah, I think that's a me thing, that whole bit. Oh, is that a you yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a me thing. And you always blamed it on Ian, though. No, I didn't blame it. I've never blamed it on Ian. Yeah, I'm sure you... Oh, hang on a second now. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I've never... She's... Noel has a thing for Natalie Dormer. Oh, is it Noel? Yeah. Oh. Now, she, she always looks like she's, like, trying to make kissy face. She does. Yeah, she does. Keep it down. She also looks like she'd be a bitch. She does look like she'd be a bitch. That's why you like her. Yeah, it is why I like her. Uh, 
what it is is um, Natalie Adorma and Matt Smith uh, essentially work for the government. I think it is in like an underground for the military in a shady underground facility. In an underground facility um, where they essentially Matt Smith can. There's been a, a like a zombie infection. Um, uh, Matt Smith is infected but has never changed, and he can actually talk. Uh, and understand what these infected people are saying so he can interview them essentially and then they come across Stanley Tucci who isn't infected like the rest of them and seems intelligent etc and can hold the conversation properly but he isn't he isn't all what it seems okay that's a really interesting premise yeah it looks really quite interesting actually yeah so there's that um Two more. Um, under the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, um, or is it a trailer of Bohemian Rhapsody, or is it just, are they just adverts for Queen's Greatest Hits now? Oh, no, don't be like that. They are, though. But they are, though. It's going to be... Not, 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 well, it's it's a whole new generation, because the past two fucking generations have already bought it all. How are Queen going to work now with Spotify and they can't just shill Queen 1 and Queen 2 Greatest Hits? I don't know. I don't mean either. I don't know. They'll get royalty, I suppose, won't they, from, from Spotify? And, 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 and we all know that Roger Taylor and Brian May will do anything to keep fucking milking that cow. But it's not about them, really, is it? It's very much billing itself. It's executive being... produced by them. Yeah, I know, but the film itself is billing itself as being Freddie Mercury's story. You're a legend, Freddie. We're all legends. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. That was bad. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> Fuck right off. Yeah. Um, the, mu- the music's not as well done in this trailer, either. It's it's a bad second trailer. The, 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 the film looks more interesting in, in this trailer. It does, yeah. Until it gets to that line, and it is just... Oh. Oh. I, 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 I nearly had to stop it and just go have a shower. I felt that dirty. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good that bit. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never noticed how little Rami Malik is until that particular trailer. Though there's a lot He's more. A small length. man. The slight man, isn't he? He is. Yeah, yeah. Because like Freddie wasn't like a bulky guy, especially mm. when he was younger. He, he fits the he fits his body type better when he's playing the younger Freddie. But he should have he should have maybe like lifted some weights for the later years. Yeah, well, we'll see. But yeah. What do you think? Ian? It's going to be shit, but. It, yeah. it's, uh, it's just because I think it's going to be it looks like it's going to be very very safe traditional biopic stuff yeah. but it looks like it's going to look really good and you know the sound is going to be on point and I think a glossy fucking in one ear out the other queen biopic may not be the, the, the thing that Freddie Mercury deserves but no. it, I, I think with the surviving members still alive, it's probably the best he's going to get right now. Yeah. yeah it's, no. it, it's like, give it, it, it give it 20 years when they're all dead, and then maybe let's have another conversation. It's going to be so, so fluffy. Yeah. So fluffy. It will, but then I don't think anyone really wants... I do. At this point, no, no Queen fan, which is who this is going to be marketed heavily at, He's going to want a hard-hitting expose bio. I, I, I very much disagree. Well, I think they would. They're not going to want the memory of him sullied, are they? Uh, mm, in dangerous territory now. 
Uh, what I'm saying is, some of the shit that this guy did mm. is questionable. <laughs> Highly questionable. And this film is not going to raise those questions. No, it isn't. At all. And it shouldn't just be because he is beloved that these questions shouldn't be asked. He was doing a lot of cocaine, though. So? <laughs> Loads of people doing a lot of cocaine. I'm not saying that we should start vilifying um, Freddie Mercury, but I also think that all this is going to do is feed the, you're a legend, we're all legends. <laughs> it's going to feel, it's going to feed that, and there are a little bit where you're looking at it going, all these guys that are getting a lot of shit over here, how come this guy's getting away with a lot of this shit because we all like to tap our feet to his songs? Well, because he's dead. I'm going to say it, and I shouldn't, and I'm not comparing the two, oh, but God. so is Jimmy Savile. Right. But he wasn't when he was accused of anything. Kind of was. Anyway. Anyway, I'm I not do. saying that, by the way, I'm not saying that Freddie Mercury has molested children or anything. Just cocaine-carrying midget fucking dwarfs. I don't think he was ever accused of molesting them. No, but still. He, he was providing them with gainful employment. No, yeah, I mean, to be fair, if these midgets were paid... I, yeah, I, I just wonder what they were paid in. Well, that's, you know, whatever they're uh, we'll wait. We'll wait and see. I just don't think we're going to get a true explanation, and that's kind of what you, I'm You're wondering. saying you don't think Vern Troyer's last role will, will be in Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> I don't think it will be in Bohemian Rhapsody, no. No, okay. Bless him, it would probably, it's probably Sharknado 7 or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or, or, or one of those big deep. adverts. I just wonder what John, John Deacon thinks of it all. Like, he'll be sat there and the trailers will come on TV or he'll be going to watch Skyscraper and the trailer will come on. And he must just be sat there thinking... Don't think John Deacon watches Skyscraper. I don't know. I don't think he does. He seems like a cool guy. I don't think he's got a TV. You're not? No, I, I, I reckon John Deacon's house is still 1986. I reckon he just sits in his garden, like... I reckon... I reckon, I reckon knitting he, and listening to Bob Dylan records. I reckon he just... He, he watches Hot to Time Machine and goes, that future looks fucking crazy. <laughs> You two should just record your conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, a final one from us. Uh, assassination uh, Nation. Red Band. Is yeah, it called Assassination uh, Nation? Probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it starts out the trailer. Have you seen the trailer for this, Ian? No, I, I, I did mean to. I didn't get to it. Go on. It, it starts out the trailer by saying... All this 100% happened in my town and then proceeds to show you a load of shit that 100% didn't fucking happen in anyone's town. Yeah, that is, yeah. There is that. Yeah. Cohen Brothers got away with it. They're the fucking Cohen Brothers. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it looks mildly entertaining, but a little bit like you watch it going, uh... It looks a little bit like they've gone, you know those Purge movies? They're super popular. Yeah. Let's do something like that. Let's do something like that, but let's make it... But also, it like, social media and Social like media and a little bit spring break yeah. And we'll get we'll get Bella Thorne in it, because why the fuck not? Because she'll kind of show her tits, but not. And, you know, and she looks a little bit dirty, but also she's actually kind of smart behind it all as well. Um, and there's all that. And it, it looks like it'll be fun and... It looks like there'll be loads of people who go to Halloween dressed as these things that are in it. Uh, but ultimately, people, people. Yeah, ultimately, what it'll do is it will glorify the shit that it's trying to vilify. Yeah. 
in, in the same way that Project X tried to vilify the ridiculousness of these parties that were getting out of control. And all it did was it made a bunch of 15-year-olds watch it and go, oh, that's really fucking cool, and try and do the same. Wait, hang on, Project X tried to vilify that. I think, I think Project X was, I think that's what it was aiming for. I think it just fucking got it way wrong. I fuck, I, I hated that film. You despised it, didn't you? Yeah, with like the passion of a thousand sons. Really? And I, 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 I thoroughly agree with you, by the way. I don't think I've seen this one. Dumb. Um, is it not good? No, it's fucking horrible. Is it one of those ones it, where does, if you does, watch does it... Doesn't Miles Teller actually play Miles Teller in it? Um, he, I think he plays a character called Miles. He plays Miles... He, I think he, I'm sure he plays he, he, basically himself in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But that was before he was Miles Teller, like... Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Mm. Yeah. I reckon he looks back on that and just goes, shit. (laughs) Is it really bad? It's shit. It's a piece of shit. Is it? Yeah, it's a piece of shit. But yeah, is it one of those ones where as an adult you watch it and you're like, it's a cautionary tale? Like Little Mermaid, when you're watching that as like a kid, Little Mermaid's like, she's so cool and she knows her mind and she's 16 so she's a grown up and she can defy her dad. And when you watch it as an adult, you're like, you're a baby. Shh. (laughs) What, what kind of thing? The little girl was 16. Yeah, she's supposed to be 16. That's fucking weird. She's a mermaid. In the Disney one, she's supposed to be 16. I don't think she is in like... She's like 12 now, Chris and Anderson. Yeah. Wait, mermaids age the same as we do? Well, they're not real, so I think it's just... But in, 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 in this, this, this world, that's fucking... That's blowing my mind. What did you think happened? That, that's worse than... What, did, what, there was something else that blew my mind this week. That I found out about. We'll try and remember that. And you shook your head at me. Yeah. Anyway, what else have you watched trailer wise, Ian? No, that's it. I'm I'm just enjoying listening to you two. (laughs) We should probably review a film now. Yeah, why not? We're only about an hour in eight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay, so let's talk. um, Let's talk skyscraper. Hi, kids. You guys are going to go see pandas. Daddy's gonna go make that bacon. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Daddy loves who? Me. Daddy loves who? Me. Daddy loves who? Me. 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 Can't me. Can't hear you. Confidence. Me. Not confident. Daddy loves who? Me. me. Okay. Okay. You know what? You're both right because Daddy loves you most. Well, oh, I gotta get a chance. <sighs> you fixed it. As always. <gasps> you really do love me. Eh, come on. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Gross. So, uh, Skyscraper is directed and written, actually, by um, Rawson Marshall Ferber. You kind of expect these films to be written by, like, a team of seven or eight credited writers or something. But, um, no, he wrote and directed it, apparently. And uh, it stars uh, Dwayne Johnson, Nave Campbell, um, stereotypical European villain. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking, what's his name, Noah Taylor? Taylor, randomly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is... You kind of think Noah Taylor's too big for this kind of role, then realise, no, Noah Taylor isn't too big for this kind of role. Um, he isn't at all. No, it, which is kind of weird. Um, he, he's he's our John Hawks that hasn't quite happened yet. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's exactly it. Um, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, he was like the tech support guy in Tomb Raider. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's very good mates with Tom Cruise, probably. Yeah. 
he's playing he's making friends with Tom Cruise fair play I mean I swear I swear he's in that Simon Runley film that played um, Fright Fest white, uh, Red, White and Blue Red, Red, Red White and Blue yeah he is yeah yeah no yeah good. and it's like a very different character there that's a good film is Red, White and Blue yeah it is yeah um, anyway um, I think he's uh, Simon Runley's new one Fashionista I think that's on now Ooh. on TV yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah, yeah. it is because it's on Sky. Yeah, I need to check that out. I like his films. Anyway, skyscraper is what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so, skyscraper. There's a skyscraper, right? The Rock is an ex FBI hostage negotiator turned security specialist. Uh, yes. Who security analyst? I think it is analyst who gets. A job thanks to his mate to inspect the building and give it the okay. For the insurance. Yeah, and he's about to give it the okay when shit goes down, it goes on fire, and Nave Campbell and children are stuck in the skyscraper. He's not in the skyscraper, so he needs to get into the skyscraper, and then there's a bunch of other things that have to happen and then the film ends. Skyscraper. Becky, what did you think? Well, from judging from your, your, your lacklustre description of the plot, I'm guessing that you weren't quite as keen on it, but I, I, honestly, I, I, I really loved it. I thought it was so much fun. It's, it's harmless and it's fluffy and it's not going to change the world, but it's there's so many bits of it where I was like, like actively like jumping in my seat because something horrible happened and it was like is he gonna is he gonna grab that thing is he not like you know he is he's gonna make it to the end of the movie but there was so much peril you, you, you described it as having extreme peril extreme yeah. peril yeah mm. it was I really liked it I thought it's nice to see Neve Campbell doing stuff as well and the, the kids were great in it Dwayne Rock Johnson and he's always good in everything isn't he now like mm. modern times but yeah, I, I really liked it. It was a good Sunday morning movie. And I would yeah. happily watch it again. Will, probably. We could double bill it with San Andreas mm. on like New Stop Year's Eve. Me. I know. We, we watch disaster movies on New Year's Eve. It's like our thing. And there then we watch, and Then we watch uh, When Harry Met Sally, don't we? Yes. <laughs> and, I, and, and every time I, I it gets every time I watch Banana Man Sally, it just moves a place up in my top <laughs> films um, <laughs> to a point where we're not we're on, in like ten years time and watch it going. Just, this is the only film I watch now. <laughs> what, what are we watching? What are we watching, Matt? When Harry Met Sally. Where else you watch When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure if we sat and picked it apart, there's there's probably issues with it, but. Not not when Harry met Sally. Oh. Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. But I, I, you know, I just don't want to. I enjoyed it and it was it was nice and it had a happy ending and there was scenes of action. It was yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it. Very good, Mark. <laughs> it's a mad, isn't it? <laughs> Skyscraper. <laughs> and we were talking as we came out of the cinema and it, it is a little bit like um um Ross and Marshall uh, Thubert actually sort of literally was at a party and went uh, and they were talking saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. how do you how you know how, how do you come up with an idea to write a movie and he went it's easy you can write a movie about anything you, you've just got to actually write it and they've gone 
what do you mean? And he's, and he's essentially played like a weird kind of whose line is it anywhere? And just got up, like, oh, like taking his hat off, because he assumed he wears a hat, and like got people to write down random things. And, and then he's just pulled them out and he's gone, right, so we've got Neve Campbell. All right, fuck it. Right, we've got Neve Campbell, we'll put that over there. Uh, uh, a skyscraper, we've got that. Uh, the ending of End of the Dragon. All right, fuck it, we've got that. Mm. Uh, the Rock, I can work with that. This is, um, you know, I could probably do something with this. Duct tape? Uh, what? This is just a piece of duct tape, people. Oh, wait, no, that was, that was in my... Fuck it, yeah, we'll go for that. I can write a movie about that, I guarantee you, and I guarantee you I can get the fucking rock in it. Uh, do you know what? He's done it. I forgot about the duct tape thing. The duct tape thing was... It, it, it is. It, how it, how it, can you forget about the duct tape? It, it, it is, it is we a $130 million yeah. duct tape <laughs> advert. I just... The moment... The duct tape or the WD-40, it's fucked. The yeah. moment where he straps the duct tape to himself and then is about to like scale the window and then actually says this is stupid <laughs> like, I mean that's fucking that's almost like stand up clap and walk out worthy that is <laughs> just to point out as we are all spoilers all the time to point out we are not over exaggerating there's a moment in the movie where he, he tapes the wind with duct tape and says if it can't if it can't be fixed without we, we're without duct tape then just use more duct tape yeah. <laughs> then later on he uses the duct tape to wrap around his hands and says this is a stupid idea then later on when they, they try to come up with a plan he turns around to the guy and goes have you got any duct tape it's fucking amazing <laughs> it's like really yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like it is like Dwayne The Rock Johnson was introduced to duct tape just, just before, before the movie yeah. and went this is this amazing. Yeah, it, it just—I'll I mean, I, say the, the reason why my the, the plot description sounded so lackluster is because I, there, there was barely a plot to this film, and like it, it's—I I, I quite enjoyed it myself. To be fair, um, it's—it's it's one of those films where where Mark has described in the past where if it was like five minutes longer, it would be a star less. Yeah. And it just, it is exactly as long as you want it to be. It, it clicks along at a heck of a pace. It does. It does. And then it ends. It's like, oh shit, yeah, okay, 102 minutes. Yeah, all right, that sounds about right. Fair enough then. Um, it just, The Rock is like this guy, he's like Tom Cruise in that it's almost like you just go, right, Rock, can you go climb that crane? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Rock, can you jump off that crane on in onto that ledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's you know, it's like Cruise with, like, the fucking... Hey, Tom, can you climb that, that, that like, world's tallest building? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, 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 go. You know, it, it just, it's... It, just to clarify, in your mind, The Rock and Tom Cruise are both excited Labradors. Yeah, straight up. Like, I, I, I would say that is exactly what they are both like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, it, it it's... And I, I, I very, very much appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's. I feel bad that this film hasn't done that well. Like commercially, worldwide, it has been a bit of a disappointment. Not like a bomb, but a disappointment. It and, hasn't opened in Asia yet, has it? No, which you know, obviously, this film is like fucking so, so trying to get that audience. Um, well, that, that's it. It, it, this is the sort of film where people will go, "Oh, that was his only misstep," and he'll be at a point and go. 
right? Made four hundred million, five hundred million dollars because it makes two hundred million, three hundred million in Asia. Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 he's huge in Asia already anyway, and it it, it, it it might not, but it could quite easily do do but, that kind. Of but thing. I mean, even over here, there hasn't been that much out over the last few weeks because of the World Cup, and obviously you've got Incredibles too, and fair enough, but. You know, it is a fair, it is a kind of different audience. Mm. I, I think there is cross pollination. In fairness, and I mean, I, I saw both literally in the cinema on the same day. Most people don't go to the cinema twice in one day, let alone twice in a month. So you know, there, there is that. Um, but I'm, I, I think it's a shame because I mean, the, the film is derivative as fuck, but at least oh, yeah. it actually isn't based on a pre-existing thing. And you know, it's got some. It's got some interesting visuals. It's got a bunch of nonsensical shite, which is fine because that's kind of what you need in a film like this. Um, that's, yeah, it, it's it's it, it is pure fantasy escapism. I, I mean, what the fuck is that? Where the Hall of Mirrors thing happens at the end? What yeah. the fuck is that actually for? That's it. It's not for. I, I get the idea that it's got cameras in it and it can it can mirror the outside world and it can be that. That's fine, but don't you think that the outside world would have been a more interesting end fight rather than the, that weird hall of mirrors that seems to have really nothing that makes sense out of it all? That yeah, because that would have been cool. That would have been like pretty vertiginous as well. If like literally it just looked like they were having a fight in the air in, in, in midair. That would have been that would have been cooler. It would, but then obviously the they are the, the, they are heavily using the fact that they don't know which one's real and which one's not. But, but, which is good as well, right? We, but but then that bit, I don't I don't find that interesting because it's been done too many times. But also, it was yeah. done in the Dragon*. It was done quite recently in *John Wick* too. Also, to be fair, I I swear that bit doesn't make any sense at the it end. It doesn't make any well. sense. No. Because it's like it's revealed that he was actually behind him, and it was like, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. It was. It was pretty fucking cool that bit there. You, 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 you have that, to suspend disbelief. You knew that was gonna. You knew that was gonna happen. But it's just the well, fact. Well, as that, soon as they got into that, and all those things came out, you, you were thinking, right? But I it's, know the ending of this movie. Then the cam, but the, the rock actually walks up to him. You see, yep. the camera shot is the rock walking up to him. Yeah, and then it's like. I'm behind you. It's, like, you can't be because we saw you walk up to him and he was facing you. Yeah, that, that was on a screen. It's on a screen. So hang on. So hang on. He was on a so. Uh, no, no. I need. I need. I need to get this right. I need to get this right in my head. The Rock is walking up to him. He's looking in the other direction, but also sees the Rock walking up to him. But he's behind him. And he turns round. He's originally facing the opposite way. He's originally facing the way the rock actually is. Oh, and he's fuck me. And then he turns round and shows that he's got the kid. This, it, it, the, the, the mechanics of it don't work. But you don't need to pull apart Skyscraper because it's kind of cool when he goes, I'm actually behind you. Yeah, like it's, like, it's like... You're not, but fine. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I need to know, like, is that supposed to be a tourist attraction where it's like, come up here and shit yourself as you as you see that you're actually walking on air? Is that... Yeah. That's what it is. 
they, uh, yeah. Yeah, people can visit the Pearl in the Pearl. So the, the, the Pearl is like office office blocks, residential areas, high-end board meeting room, conference rooms or whatever, and then a tourist attraction at the top where you, it looks like you're walking on nothing. Yeah. Right. There's gardens as well. And what, what I will say is, is, is I don't think he's going to recoup his money. I know. just don't think he's going to recoup his well, money. Well, it wasn't even insured. And it well, it couldn't destroyed. get insured, yeah. 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 yeah, sad times. One one issue I did have actually, which it, it's not from picking it apart because it occurred to me in the cinema as I was watching it. You know, at the end when they get the control back of the fire stuff, yes, and the fire immediately goes out because they drown it in CO two. Yeah. Mm. Well, there was quite a long period of time when the fire was on the ninety sixth floor. Yeah. When the fire stuff was working, why not just fucking do that then? Well, instead of do, 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 do you know what else, right? That building was on fire for a long time and, and a lot of explosions and stuff went off and not one of those explosions or anything damaged the anti-fire measures. Yeah, yeah, there's that. That's yeah, true. Yeah, there is that. There is totally there's, there's, that. that. I was enjoying that thinking, there's no way they're all going to fucking work. But then again, you have stuff like the fact that you've got... Um, Neve Campbell isn't just playing the hapless wife. She's badass in her own, what is it? Yeah. You know, she's pretty fucking cool. She beats the shit out of Noah Taylor. Which is always good. And I do think that Neve Campbell could probably beat the shit out of Noah Taylor. <laughs> um, it was nice seeing Neve Campbell back on our screens. It was, she yeah. She is an incredibly plain woman. She's quite So plain. very plain. It's nice to see it, because the, the only sort of stuff that I can think of that she's done previously that's got any kind of rewatch value is the screen movies. And it's obviously... They're all the same character. Yeah, it's nice and, and, and she's the worst Sydney. character in it. Oh, I don't mind Sydney. I like her. Um, also, you've got Asian Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> he was very Mark Wahlberg in he this. He was very Mark Wahlberg-y. Yeah. Who was that? The, 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 uh, police the police guy. chief guy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Who, 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 who just looked like Asian Mark Wahlberg. I do like the fact that he, he literally... He literally turned up and went, nah, I don't think this is what is it. This, this doesn't smell right. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 I will say I was also a fan of um, it taking a leaf out of the Jack Reacher book of because it's the, like the star in real life where we're okay, we're cheering them on of um, everybody watching The Rock climb the building and applaud when five minutes ago he was wanted in a manhunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he might have killed a police officer. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just this... The thing is, I mean, I'm pointing all this stuff out just because it's fucking retarded, but it's... It's a lot of fun. It is, it is fun, and it's, and, it's short. And like, like, like you said, the, 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 the extreme peril that you get in it oh my God. actually does feel... You know it's not going to have consequences, but it's well done. It yeah. is well done. You do go... Oh shit! No, ah, woo, woo, at these bits. Yeah, mm. yeah. There was there was some bits where yeah, I actually like jumped a few times, didn't you I? You did, yeah. You laughed at me a few of them as well. I did indeed. I I I I, I haven't enjoyed a movie of this type this much in a while. Hmm. Yeah, because really, it's it's it's. It's, it, it, trailer wise it looks like quite a sort of straight story doesn't it and it like it could potentially be a little bit 
dull. I don't think the trailer is done well and it doesn't do it justice and it's probably partly to blame for the fact that it's not done as well, money-wise. Yeah. Because it does look... You know, no one wants to see Dwayne Johnson in a fucking suit. Do they? I want to see him climbing around on shit looking all day like he does for the most of the movie. Yeah. And it doesn't really show as much of that. No, and it, it, also as well, the fact that he's, that he's only got one leg. Yeah, well, I don't... It, it doesn't, doesn't have much bearing on anything. No, like, why bother making him only have one leg and then have it not really have any influence on the story apart from that one bit where it nearly comes off and he grabs it? Yeah. Oh, and he uses it to hold the door he open. He does use it to hold the door open. And then he kisses it. But I think he's doing it for all the top. Uh, I think a tube of duct tape down there and that held the door open. <laughs> Doesn't they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you look, if you look too hard at it, and squint, you can probably find issues, but I don't think you need I don't, to. I don't think you have to squint that hard. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a movie called Skyscraper. What's wrong with that? It's a movie called Skyscraper. Yeah? It's about a skyscraper. Is it the same way it sees? Is it the. Kind of. It's about duct tape, we all know that. Yeah, it's about <laughs> duct tape. They couldn't really call it duct tape, though, could they? Yeah, I mean, it's about. It's as much about skyscraper as if, like, Mamma Mia was called Greek Island. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know. I mean, to be fair, San Andreas is about San Andreas. Yeah. That is true. And actually, by the way, um, I watched San Andreas a couple of days before seeing this, and both films virtually have the same uh, last line. Oh, really? In both of them, someone is asked, yeah. what do we do now? And they, the response is, we rebuild. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I am looking forward to seeing the the, the sequel to Skyscraper. I don't know if it's not made much money though. Nah, I, I, I want I want the sequel of Skyscraper to, to be like Skyscraper Two, the dawn of bungalow of death, <laughs> and it's just them in a fucking bungalow because they don't want to live in a house that has stairs or lifts or anything like that, and like... that crazy fucking um, bitch hench lady person. Uh, it's just there and she's just trying to fucking get her own back on Neve Campbell because she gives another thing there whilst after the like Neve Campbell has been with um, Asian Mark Warburg and they've done all that shooting all those guys or anything like that and he's caught the hench lady that keeps stabbing people there he's talking to Neve Campbell for quite a while Mm. isn't he Mm. and then all of a sudden he just lifts her up like he's had her pressed down to give her handcuffs and just lifts her up and she gives Neve Campbell the shittiest fucking look in the world and just walks up so he just been stood there for the entire time with her just pressed down like on the back of the car and that's how he gave her a shitty look but that's it and I I just I, I want to see the sequel where she breaks out of prison on her way to prison breaks out of it and just fucking goes after Neve Campbell and it has to be in a doll bungalow. That'd be pretty it's good. Isn't it? Dwayne Johnson's like on holiday or something like that, so he's on the phone, and the accountant goes, oh my God, that woman, she's here. No, I tell you what it's going to be. They've all got post-traumatic stress, and they don't want to use stairs anymore, so the bungalow is actually 30 miles long. Yeah, she's a really fucking big bungalow. Like a and long bungalow. She's just going fucking batshit fucking crazy, mm. just fucking trying to chop away at people. That sounds pretty good. I'd watch the shit out of that. I'm into that. Uh, uh, so, uh, definitely not shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm equally to that. I'm a definitely not shit. 
Becky? Yeah, definitely not shit. I really, really enjoyed it. We're quite happily rewatch it now. Yeah. Our poll <laughs> nice. is uh, definitely not shit. Fifteen percent. Oh. Touching cloth. Twenty-three percent. Shit. Forty-six percent. <laughs> and Geostorm. Sixteen percent. How many votes? Thirteen. It's harsh times. That harsh times. It's harsh times. That yeah. Dwayne, he does nothing but give. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm gonna grab a drink and go for a wee. I'm thinking of putting a tweet out, and I think you guys might kill me. Why is it? If this gets 20 retweets, we'll do a double review of Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again next week. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Right. There's a bit of tension then. I actually know people will know. Hang on. If we get 20... No, I'm going to say 30. Fuck it. No, 20, because I don't think we'll get 30 and I want to do it. What are we doing? You don't want to go. Oh, shit, did she not hear? <laughs> right, hang on. Are, 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 are we doing majority rule on this? Yeah. Okay, fine. What? what? You don't want to know. I do. No. What are you doing? You'll find out in a second. Right, that's done. Cool. Fuck no. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. You laughed at the last trailer, don't fucking lie. No. Yes. <laughs> I am very up for this. Why? Because it'll be fun. Will it though? Probably not, but it'll be funny. Hey, look, we've got Hotel Artemis next week as well, you know, like... So, like, as a palate cleanser? Yeah. I've, I've I've never I've never seen Mamma Mia and no neither have I and I wear that like a badge of fucking honour no more look just fucking embrace this shit man yeah I'm not retweeting it or liking it I'm gonna retweet it you're a dick <laughs> right, let's let's not include us in fairness I think <laughs> how many is it on so far go what, what what are we doing next right okay sorry about that so let's do well. Let's get into the review then. Um, so, uh, right, I'm on the Bitter Iron IPA, by the way, now. It's, the I, I was on the orange one, which was nice. This isn't quite as nice. I wish I swapped the order on these two. It's, it's all right. 99p account, can't complain. But yeah, the other two were better. Anyway, let the corpses tan. Um, even though I noticed at the end, when the credits came up at the end, actually at the start as well, I think, let the you know where it did like the one word and then the English yeah. like translation. Oh, it mistranslates it, doesn't it? Yeah, it totally mistranslates it. Very annoying. It, you it, couldn't it, have it as being like let tan the bodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, there's, there's it, no that, direct. There's no direct translation. No, it? I mean there isn't. So it, I suppose that doesn't work. But it's kind of like look, just don't do the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just do it at the yeah, just do it at the end. You know, it, it's the thing is, I'm I'm learning French at the moment, and like the the way that a lot of French sentences are constructed differently from English sentences, it like it really bugged the fuck out of me. Um, anyway, let's 
like I like French. It's easier to read than it is to speak. I like going onto French Amazon and just going, I know what that says. <laughs> mm. No, no, no. It's um, it's just a really nice language. Um, yeah. So. Let the Corpses Stand is directed by Helene Catet and Bruno Forzani. Um, it stars a bunch of people. I don't have it in front of me. Fuck it. They're fine. Um, so, right. With the pop. <laughs> I'm going to read this off Letterboxd. I'm going to read this off Letterboxd. So, hang about. Hang about. Just while while I'm doing this, just imagine like close up shots of I don't know, gold paint and a cigarette yeah. being smoked or something. Um, so here we go. Every summer, loose an eccentric fifty something painter spends her time in a small and isolated township which lies in ruins in southern France, surrounded by guests. This summer, these guests are Max Bernier, an old flame author and alcoholic. A current squeeze, a lawyer named Bisugueli, and three friends of his whom she has yet to meet, Rhino, Gross and Alex. After finishing their shopping in town, these three unknowns attack an armoured truck and make off with 250 kilograms in gold. They then return to Luce's place, counting on her to hide out the, uh, hide them until the end of the summer. But certain events will throw a spanner into the works and the hamlet will transform itself into a battlefield over the course of a very long and turbulent day. Right, that 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 is a synopsis of the novel the film is based upon, not a synopsis of the film. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. I didn't get that the lawyer was supposed to be her current squeeze. Did you actually see them attack the armored van? Yeah, I don't remember. That. You don't remember them attacking the armored van? There's a lot of there's a lot of that French girl with the long hair pissing on people. Mm-hmm. That was quite distracting. Oh, is that what she was doing? Yeah, she was peeing on everyone. But wasn't she peeing gold? <laughs> Makes and then they, then they, then they milked her with that rope, and she yeah. seemed, she seemed to just have boobs full of prosecco or champagne because it was fizzy. She was French. Well, um, yeah, I, yeah. So I think an actual plot synopsis for this film is um, uh, there's there's uh, people. Um, there's a van, and they shoot at the van, and they make off with gold, and then there's other people. And then time goes on, and then guns are fired very, very artfully, um, mm. and then time reverses, and then uh, a woman in silhouette pees gold, um, yeah. and then a car explodes at the end. Yeah, so that's quite accurate. I'd say that's pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Mark, what did you think of uh, Let the Corpses Tan? Well... Me and Bex have a few conversations recently, haven't we, where I have lamented the lack of, uh, of breasts in, in modern movies, haven't I? <laughs> um, and, and, and long-term listeners will also know, for any short new listeners we've got, that I have also for years lamented, and Ian will back me up on this on the podcast, the lack of wang in movies anymore, so yeah, I am not true the true so yes, there has been a severe lack of titties uh, recently in, in, in movies, and there isn't in Let the Corpses Tan. There's a lot of boob um, in this movie. Uh, none of it makes sense. It's nonsensical boob, but it is there. So that was quite nice. Um, can't beat a bit of nonsensical boob. Can't beat a bit of nonsensical boob. It is... Um, it's oddly captivating, this movie, in the yeah. sense that... It, it, 
it makes zero sense um, at all. It is a lot of pretty things strewn together with the occasional thing that, that makes me go, oh, I, I hate close-ups of people eating. And that was, there was close-ups of people eating in this, and it was a little bit, it, it made me go, don't show me these pretty things and show me that. Uh, there was that. It, it looks really nice. It's got shades of, uh, you know, art house westerns are often a mad fucking thing. You've got people like Jodorowsky doing like El Topo and things like that, Mountains of Madness. These weird art house westerns that take these tropes and, and throw them up in the air and then just try and create what they perceive as being their version of art out of it. And, and that's what you, you get in this. And it kind of, it, it runs along the line of it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to do anything as long as we make sure it's pretty enough. And they did that with a mare. Mm. Um, and I think they've done it here. They didn't do it with a strange colour of your body's tears. This has got more story going on than a mare. A mare's a three act, though, isn't it? It's yeah. three separate acts, so that's that's that, that's different in, in the sense of that. It, it, it's a more it's a more conceptual film, a mare, whereas this mm. is trying to be a more a more narrative movie a version of this type of movie. Yeah. In, in that, but the image images are fascinating to watch. It, it just is a little bit, and I, I mentioned this to Ian um, on, on WhatsApp today, in the sense that I, at one point I did feel like while I was watching it, shit, did I fall asleep in that? And then I, I rechecked this morning, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep in it at all. It just, just doesn't make sense. It just literally jumps from one thing to another. And I don't think at any point it, it tries to make sense. It's... I don't know whether there's a straight version of this and they've gone, right, to make it seem a little bit more our house, can we cut out, um, like, 90 seconds every two minutes? <laughs> and they've gone, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant idea. Maybe. <laughs> it would explain a lot. It would, wouldn't it? That, yeah, that's fucking... That is bang on. It's like, you think... It's like, yeah, okay, I kind of understand what's going on here. And then it's like, right, uh, no, okay, fine. No, I don't. Okay, I think it's going, what, yeah, okay. Oh, so this bit's a dream sequence. Yeah, okay, all right. And then by the second half of it, it's so many of those 90 seconds that are built up, it is just like, no, I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. I, I, at one point, was watching going, who is he? Who was that guy? And then, like, 10 minutes later, went, it's, you call him a should, and I don't like you because you're you're a policeman. I'm like, oh shit, he's the policeman. Of course he is. <laughs> oh, that lady gets shot in the face. She does get shot in the face. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, what did what did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I I really really liked looking at it. Yeah, and I liked looking at it more than I liked looking at the strange color of your body's tears. I remember that film being kind of drab, whereas yeah. this. It's a lot of stark sunlight and, you know, just interesting visuals. And there's the bit towards the end with, like, the car and all, like, the flame embers, like, falling down slowly, uh, Mm. which I thought looked awesome. Um, And, you know, even the kind of, like, the silly, obvious shots of the head moving into kind of, like, frame with the skull and stuff. You know, I mean, like, stuff like that looked like it was the fucking... 
an outtake from the title sequence of Live and Let Die or something, but I quite enjoyed it because of that. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think I said on WhatsApp to you the other day, actually, Mark, it's like if I went back and watched a man now, what would I think of it? And I know um, Noel was hoping to join us on the show, but he, he's, he's got busy with work. But I know he said with Let the Corpses Tan, it was just like he... It, it like it's art how it's like good arty stuff, but he just doesn't have the patience for it anymore. And I I kind of see what he means there. Yeah. Um. It just I, I I needed something more to hang my hat on, and I think the reason why I I, I liked him there so much, and maybe still do like him there so much, is because it's kind of in in a wheelhouse of genre. That I watched, but, but then again, the strange color of your body's tears kind of was as well, and I didn't connect with that at all. Well, uh, I think it's quite interesting the fact that you, you, you mentioned about uh, what you liked about uh, this was the fact that it's it, it's very it, it's all outside, it's very light um, in terms of visually. It, it, it's quite a bright movie, and there's a lot of that going on. Whereas strange color of your body's tears felt like you said it, it felt really drab and. Um, it was way too long, and the story was just crap. And it, 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 it seemed it seemed a little bit like when Amer they did this uh, this homage to to, to Jalos, uh, and it was it was visually just so impressive, and the score took you away with it, and it it was a journey to go. And then you literally went straight through his tears, going right, yes, fucking more of that, please, more of that. And you watched it and went, ooh, wasn't that? I swear that film was like two hours long as well. It, it is. It, it, it was. It was an hour and it's just shy of two hours. But I remember when when we reviewed it, all of us said I felt like I was watching it for a lot longer than mm. it was. Mm. Whereas this, this is ninety minutes. The thing is, movies like this should be ninety minutes. Yeah, there's only so much sensory overload you can take, isn't there? That's it. It's mm-hmm. it, if, if if you try and drag this out too much. Without going full fucking psychedelic, then it. it, it I mean, I'm a mayor was ninety minutes, mm. um, and this is. I think. It, I think it is ninety-two minutes, something like that. Um, no, I don't remember Strange Color at all. I think I blocked it from memory. Yeah, like, same. So and I, I, I'm saying this, you know, and the one film it did really remind me of, and it's obvious because of the setting and the fact that it's an art house movie, was um, John Rowski's uh, El Topo. And El Topo is like, it, it, that's over two hours long. But you kind of get dragged along in the madness mm. of, of El Topo. Whereas this doesn't drag you along with, with, in madness. It just shows you a lot of nice, pretty things. So I don't know if I agree with that. Because I, I, I came home last night and I knew, I knew you wanted to watch this. And I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't as heavily invested. And first day back at work after a few days off, been out for a meal, had a couple of drinks, fully expected to fall asleep yeah and just at one point I was like oh it's so nice to close my eyes but I think partly because it's subtitled so you just can't without missing stuff mm. but it, I find it really gripping there's the sensory elements of it and I think what you've got to do or what I find I do with films like this with, with non-linear stories I just you, you kind of got to let your brain float above it and just kind of ride the wave of it haven't you yeah absolutely. rather than try to cling to the storyline and the, and the and the the narrative elements you've just kind of just got to watch it and then try and sort it out in your brain afterwards and I think because it looks so nice while it's 
sort of taking you on that ride, it it just I I, I did I found it really genuinely gripping, and it felt quite short. Mm. Well, it's only like ninety minutes long. Yeah, it's still like for, for a film where very little happens really, apart from there's loads of shooting and there's no story and there's that gold woman. Hey, what was that about? I liked the gold. Yeah, no, I, I liked it. She was fine. But what 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 was the dealio with that? What was that supposed to be? Was it supposed to be like some sort of representation of their lust for gold? Yeah, and it's like that. Okay, so they like they get the gold, and then what does the gold do? It pisses on them. It pisses on them. Yeah, they they trap the gold. The gold gives them the champagne moment, and then the champagne and wonderful delight of getting the gold turns to. Piss mm. and vengeance. Oh, I feel kind of done now for not getting that. You shouldn't. Be very pain. Oh, um, so yeah, so that, that it's... Did you just essentially say it's all right that you're dumb because you're very pretty? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I've got away with it, did I? Well, not quite. No, well, no, no, because she immediately called you out on it, Mark. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we can edit that bit. Like you, you didn't kind of get away with it at all. You fucking <laughs> pretty idiot. <laughs> I'll say that it's alright he only gets away with being so dumb because he's got a nice beard <laughs> nice but he does work hard on it yeah yeah, I yeah. Uh, so yeah I, 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 was, I was really surprised especially after Strange Colour being so absolutely shite like I I I remember feeling offended that I'd watched it because it was that bad. Yeah, I hated it. You, you told and me. And I that. wasn't keen on a mare. No, you were kind of now, yeah. I, I can sit and objectively say it's very pretty and it's well done and it's nice to look at, but I didn't like it. Because I liked this. I, I would watch this again. Very pretty French lady in the mare, doesn't it? Well, that's all you're bothered about, though, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Don't learn to speak French, Mark. Uh, Ian, Mark will start like, humping your leg when you come round, especially if you put a high voice on. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say this wearing a, a t-shirt in bezel for the French accent's yeah, name on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I love mispronouncing that name. Why do I just fucking pisses me off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I, that, there's not that much we can talk about um, Let the Corpses Town because not a lot happens in no. the actual film. It's just really quite nice to look at. It's just I like... To like-minded people, yeah. to everyone, no, to people that like arty parties. I'm tempted gym. to recommend it to people at work just to see if they watch it and go, "What? What, what was that? Why was that woman <laughs> pissing on everyone?" It just if they if they directed something that somebody else wrote, and like, yeah. I don't know, almost like, and I hate to say it, but almost if like they were in a bit of a box with a producer. And it was like, look, you can do your thing, but we need to have we need to have a clear through line. Yes, but you need to do this French remake of the Matt Dillon movie Armored. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. What the, the, was that? Nimrod Antal who directed that? Am I? Thinking, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of that Armored. That's a, a very, very left-field <laughs> reference there, Mark, and bravo. Um, yeah, um, sure. 
a cassette and Fosani to do a remake of Armoured. Yeah, there like, we go. If that comes up on Hollywood Reporter at any fucking point, I'm going to call you the fucking wizard and just... <laughs> Well, Vin Diesel does listen. Vin Diesel does listen. That's true. I mean, to be fair, that's why he said F8 was called Fate. Yeah. Because of me. Because of Ian. Because of Ian. True. Is it? Fate Fate of the Furious was so called because when F7 came out, I said that F8 should be called Fate. Fate. Yeah. And so it, you know, Fate of the Furious... He also at one point did also at one point say that they should bring back Dan the Cage, and they and did. They did. They did. And he loved it. And that film was <laughs> fucking glorious. It was. I watched it three times in the space of a year. Fun to be around. Carrots that's literally just fun to be around. Fuck it! Oh my god, the <laughs> DJ. <laughs> I just like the sequence where Dan the Cage goes to get his coat back and ends up having like a six some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strong. Anyway, um, what do we think of Return of Sound the Cage, everybody? Definitely not shit from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not shit. Yeah, 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 definitely not shit for letting the corpses stand. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, definitely not shit. No, yeah, um, it's too pretty to, to call it shit. Well, our poll was definitely not shit 40%, touching cloth 20%. Shit, 20%, and GR Star, 20%. Yeah, that kind of that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Clear! Do you have plans tonight? Do you want to have fun with me later? Courtney Holmes, I am mildly surprised, but offer accepted. Midnight basement sub-level C. What's going on? I would like you to stop my heart. You give it one minute, and then you bring me back. Okay. Now's the point where you say it's all a joke. What happens to us after we die? The only way to find out is to see for ourselves. We could document that experience. Did you see a white light? It was more like pure energy. How is she playing the piano now? It's like her brain's been rewired. I'm going next. Charging 200. It's a good day to die. Clear. Everyone I touch today, I'm going to heal. So now what are you giving me? Three minutes. Jamie only did two. What can I say? We're competitive. I'm going next. Five minutes. Seven minutes. No one's ever come back from that. Was it all fun? Was there anything disturbing? Something is happening to us. I think I'm going crazy. Maybe we opened a door. Something is coming for us. Something I did. Something I did. Clear! Defense, she's not stabilizing. This experiment needs to end right now. Clear! Wake up. I should have told you this wasn't about science or discovery. Clear! 
I do not know that the side effects would show up and start hunting us down. This was my fault. Very good, guys. Um, okay, let's uh, let's get into some what we watch then. What, what have we got on the docket? Uh, do you want us to go through ours first? Um, there is one that I think we all three watched. I think there is one of all three. Do that last. Then. Yeah, if you guys do that last, and then just go through what you guys watched first, then. Yeah, uh, I've got a few of these we can kind of speed round, can't we? Because yeah, sure. it's ones we, we, we spoke about far. Uh, I watched uh, why I watched on my own. Did you watch anything new this week? No. No. Oh. no. Uh, I watched my blind brother on my own. Um, which is the Adam Scott, Nick Kroll, uh, Jenny Slate and Zoe Kazan movie um, where uh, Adam Scott plays a blind guy who does like charity raising things um, based on for a, a blind charity essentially um, called Out of Sight I think it's called um, and so at the start of the movie he's doing a, a marathon uh, with it and then he everyone's congratulating him on how amazing it is that he's done this marathon despite the fact that he's been blind and how great it is that he's doing this but Nick Kroll plays his brother who is having to be his like guide on the marathon so he's also done the marathon but at no point does anybody congratulate him at all on the fact that he's just done a marathon it's kind of not even acknowledged that he's done a marathon uh, he's very quickly find out Adam Scott's character is quite arrogant and just essentially a bit of a dick um, and treats his brother Nick Kroll like crap and just decides that he's going to do a swim next. So Nick Kroll's then got to do this swim but he's got a phobia of water. Um, uh, on the night that he announces that he's going, uh, after they've done the marathon and that he's going to do this big swim as his next big charity thing, uh, Nick Kroll decides to go out and have a few drinks and ends up uh, meeting Jenny Slate's character who is at a wake for her boyfriend who died um, in a car accident because he wasn't paying attention to the road because she just split up with him because he had weird nipples. That is a plot point in the film. Nice. <laughs> um, so she ends up going home with Nick Kroll, wakes up in the morning, decides that it was a one-night stand and she didn't like anything like that, um, and goes back and sits with her flatmate, played by Tully uh, Kazan, and decides that she's going to do something good. And the good thing that she does is she volunteers to help out Adam Scott's character, who she doesn't know is Nick Kroll's brother, in being um, like his new guide, essentially. Um, and they end up having a relationship because she kind of feels guilty. <laughs> and it, it, other stuff happens. Uh, it's 85 minutes long. It's your typical indie schmindy um, rom-com that's got that kind of sarcastic um, tone to it. Uh, I, I, you know, Adam Scott's very good at these kind of things. Nick Kroll's doing the Nick Kroll thing and Jenny Slate's being Jenny Slate. Um, we want Zoe Cousins in it and it's, it is both adorable at points and watching it going... Oh, you're a bit of a dick, aren't you? <laughs> At other points as well, which is quite weird. Um, so yeah, it's 
it's perfectly fine. And if, if this is the sort of thing that you enjoy, then uh, absolutely give it a go. Uh, but if you watch the trailer and go, no, that's like nails down a fucking chalkboard to me, then this will be nails down a fucking chalkboard to you. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Should we speed around a couple back? Yeah, let's go for it. Go on. Which, which one am I, which one am I avoiding? Oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, so we rewatched Clerks. Clerks? Clerks. 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 Um, which is one of your kind of hug of a movie kind of movies, isn't it? Yeah, there's like, I've, got, I've got a couple of Kevin Smith ones. This, this, and then there's levels. There's levels with it. it it's, it's, if I watch Clerks, it's because I'm feeling a little bit emotional. It, it, it's, it's when you need to start really worrying when I go full more rats. Yeah, that's like that's like on the verge of a breakdown. I think we were all right with this one because it was my suggestion. Yeah, I, I essentially suggested it about three nights in a row, and you was eventually just gave in, didn't you? Because because it was it was about midnight when we started watching it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone will know the story of Clerks. Two slackers working a store. One of them's not even supposed to be here today, and there's stuff and it's it's just basically day in the life kind of stuff isn't it there's there i love day in the life kind of stuff yeah yeah it's obviously they're exaggerated characters in a lot of cases um but yeah it's i i have a a bit of an odd relationship with kevin smith films i i either watch them and love them and then can watch the same one like a few months later and watch it and hate it and I didn't get on with Clerks when we first watched it, but I've just been really kind of jonesing to rewatch it recently. So, did you get on with it better this time? I really enjoyed it actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, it's good. I, I still don't think I could go for more rats though. Because it's the it's movie I've been literally watching for nearly twenty five years now. This um, one. Yeah, and I, 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 I holds a very special place in my heart. Clerks. I, I've always had a very big affinity for Clerks. I, I, I remember literally renting Clerks the way first became available in this country mm. in like 95, something like that, and it being, going, this is fucking, this is just great. It's just great entertainment. I think as well, like, even though you watch them do the same stuff, the more times you've watched it, the more familiar they feel and, and the better you enjoy it. I think it's, it's an odd one because I, I watched it looking, and I'm explaining probably terribly, but I'm going to try and make sense. I've watched it looking up to them, Mm. Not as in saying I looked up to them, but being younger than the, the characters, and then watched it being the same age as them, and then watched it now being a lot older than them. It's kind of you've, you've gone on that sort of journey. You've looked at it from different angles and viewpoints. How old is Dante? This is both like early twenties. Really? Yeah, yeah straight up. He he's just he's that guy. Just isn't a very healthy looking dude. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I, I love it. I, I also love the, the sequel, but yeah, it, it's just going back and watching sort of early Kevin Smith movies. It, it does make you look at him and go, "All right, yeah, he's not the most skilled director in the world, but as a writer, he's a very mm. he, he he is a very smart writer uh, and a very confident writer." I think what lets Kevin Smith down sometimes is when he fears from being smart and confident to being crass and cocky. Mm. I think that's when it lets him down a little bit. Mm. Uh, because when he's in these kind of forms, it, it, it's fantastic. When he gets too indulgent, that's when it becomes a little bit, you just, you're entertaining yourself now. And that's where I think things don't work as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, I really enjoyed it on rewatch. Actually, I, I would even say 
I could maybe do some more killings with them. Cool. Not not which one's the one with the girl with the annoying voice? Uh, chasing Amy. Yeah, not that. No, you don't like Joe. No. Yeah, yeah. uh, watch Weekend at Bernie's, didn't we? Again? The best comedy ever. One of the best comedies ever. Love Weekend at Bernie's. Not a great week's book, but Weekend at Bernie's quite a lot on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, people are probably going. Seriously, who the fuck needs to watch Weekend at Bernie's this much? It's so good though. <laughs> it is magnificent. It is a fucking underappreciated classic. We rewatched The Hangover Part Two. Nice. That film's fucking great. It's 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 such a middle finger to the to to the people who liked The Hangover for all the reasons that Todd Phillips didn't want people to like The Hangover for. Very good. I agree. It's great that it, it, it's it, honestly the, the level of fucking satire in these movies is fantastic. Well, I, I remember number two as being pretty shit, and it on on rewatch it's it's not. No, it's quite it's quite biting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get more into the the, the, the actual what is it ones that we've watched. But, um, so uh, we we rewatched Geostorm. I'm not going to talk about it because we talked about it not too long ago. So I'm going to leave this one to you, Bex. Was this a first time watch? Yeah, it is for me, yeah. Oh, lovely. What do you think? I, I don't know. It, I really enjoyed it. There's no Geostorm, is there? There is no Geostorm, but there is like mini storms. There's no Geostorm. Yeah, but the whole point of the film is that they are trying to avoid the Geostorm. They've got to click Geostorm. Countdown or Geostorm or something like that. that. That would be as stupid of a name as the house with the clock in its wall. This is a stupid movie. We invented an entire category. <laughs> but I don't right alright yeah I do get that it's it's so shit it's good that's that's fair but it's yeah there's there's some good weather stuff and all those like frozen people and there's baddies and subterfuge and yeah I, I really enjoyed it it was a ride I enjoyed it yeah yeah but yeah I mean I get it it's shit and there is no geostorm there's no geostorm there's a countdown with geostorm there is a countdown yeah yeah and, and, and then there's, there's also there's also right a self-destruct yeah. on the what is it that makes you go why would they put that and then they have a character and they've gone oh do you know what if we've got a self-destruct everybody's going to say why would you put a self-destruct on there right and so they, they cover their backs because somebody then says why would you put that on here and then they give an answer for it which is if the if it drops from the sky. If it drops from the sky. But then it still doesn't make sense because if it started dropping from the sky and they blew it up, then all of the debris would just scatter everywhere <laughs> falling from the sky. Plus, like, the countdown to the self-destruct is quite long. It's quite a long self-destruct, yeah. Why is it that long? Like, if that's what they're wanting to try and avoid, it crashing into Earth. I feel like it should be shorter. The, the self-destruct as well shouldn't be something you should. You could be activate from there. It should be something you could activate remotely, or shut down remotely, just in case someone unplugs the wrong thing, plugs in a toaster, it fuses everything and sets up a self-destruct. Yeah, it's just a bad idea. But I think they can. They are supposed to be able to control it remotely normally, but. The, the bad guys have, like, shut down their... Yeah, remote. I just don't think Ed Harris could do that much, though. Aww. Aww. Poor Ed Harris. No, he's a bit of a dick. What, in so, real life? You know, everything, yeah. He's, he, he, he no longer is allowed to go to press conference because he just starts shouting at people. Really? Oh, he's a grumpy man. Oh, 
Would they? Yeah. Grumpier than Harrison Ford? Uh, Harrison Ford's just a miserable bastard. Ed Harris looks like he could cause you physical damage, whereas Harrison Ford doesn't. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you wouldn't want to get into, like, a altercation with Ed Harris, would you? No. 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 Ed Harris is the sort of person, if you were in a lift with it and he farted, you'd say sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. Uh, Right, we've got two more before we do the one we've all watched. Um... We rewatched the first Mission Impossible, didn't we? Started the rewatch. Woo! Sweet. Right. Um, I always forget how De Palma a Mission Impossible is. It's so De Palma y. I, well, I, I, I'd forgotten because it's a while since we watched like the early ones, isn't it? We watched, before the last one, we watched the later ones, didn't we? And I watched all of them. You watched the later ones. Um, it, it's weird how. They clearly didn't have any idea when they made this one that they were going to be build, building it into a big franchise. There's no sort of overarching story in the later ones that comes from this, whereas from about three, about three onwards, yeah. it starts building, doesn't it? Mm. It just, it does, it does feel like its own little thing. It's completely different in tone to the mm. later. Ones. Yeah, it is. They do. I think the the, the first two do feel. Almost separatist from the yeah, from from the from three, four, and five, mm. certainly. Um, and this 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 is very much. Whereas this is very much a Brian De Palma Mission Impossible movie. From my memory of, of, of number two, it's very much a John Woo Mission Impossible movie. And then three, four, and five are very much Tom Cruise Mission Impossible yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, and and it, that, that's quite interesting. But it is yeah, it, it's a it's a very good movie. It is a very good movie. It does very much follow a fairly formulaic pattern. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, but but I think the the formula has come from this. Yeah, true. Like I, I, it's mind blowing to me that this franchise is twenty two years old. It's it's mind blowing to me that that literally every spy movie now is about a list getting out that is all of the. Yeah, yeah, and but does that come from before this or from this? I mean, fucking, I watched Game Night again this week with, yeah. with Donna, and that is about yeah. a list of fucking people in, in um, Witness Protection. Yeah. Just yeah. lists of names. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but you mission possible, it, 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 is, it is great. Um, Very enjoyable start, the full rewatch. Yeah. Next one. Oh, so this was a first watch for me. Yeah. Um, obviously, a, a many rewatched rewatch for you. Um, Days of Thunder. Um, yeah, NASCAR movie. What's it, not to like? It is. Yeah, it, it, basically <laughs> it just is Top Gun, but with cars. It's weird though to watch like earlier Tom Cruise films before he fully sort of got that Hollywood sheen across him. Like he doesn't look like Tom. He. Tom Cruise now doesn't look like an older version of Tom Cruise in, in his early films. Before he got all his teeth fixed and he got all groomed and he got all like suave and shit. And it's it's weird seeing him young and stuff. It, it, it is almost like he was a, 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 a not too wealthy man who has become an incredibly wealthy man. <laughs> and, he, can't, he can't be that poor. He's got, he's got a funny name in his other third. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit like White Trash King, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, really? No, it comes from, it comes from a, a decent enough stock of family, yeah. Right, well then... And sure. I think it comes from like, someone who's worth like a billion dollars no, or anything there. No, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, 
it was it's good and it like I said, it is interesting watching like people that you now see in like these massive movies being in essentially like this kind of stuff like Nicole Kidman. This was a huge movie at the time. You know, it was it was a massive movie at the time. You know, it was it was the movie that they did, the team behind Top Gun did after Top Gun. Yeah, they make a sequel for that. Yeah, indeed make a sequel to Top Gun. Um yeah, really enjoyed it actually on, on first watch. I mean I, I like I like films with car racy stuff in it. Yeah, we watched like a Friday afternoon. Was yeah, it? I think so. And it was yeah. it, it was it was a good like afternoon watch. Wasn't yeah, it? A solid afternoon watch. Yeah, and obviously Tony Scott movie. Yeah, so always good. So we're carrying on our a little mini sort of sort of half committed to season of Tony Scott movies. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was it was the start of that of what became Tony Scott's aesthetic post. I think True Romance, where he mm-hmm. he had that very that very gnarly fucking mm. lot of I mean, Last Boy Scout had a little bit of it, um, and it goes from there where you've got a lot of things done in shadow and a lot of quick edits, but not like quick edits like Peter Greengrass quick edits. Mm. It, it, it's, it's things like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's I, I had a good time rewatching it. Nice. The story's flimsy. The story's so flimsy. Yeah. It is really flimsy. Why do you want to be? A, why do you want to be a NASCAR driver? Wanna? Yeah, I can drive. Cool. <laughs> so, so, so many people. Yeah, literally is that's that's literally there, there, there is literally a line in it. I just got in a car and I could drive. So that's it. You didn't learn <laughs> anything like this. You just got in a car and you could you, you were really good at driving. Yeah, I don't know anything about cars. That is, that, is, that is the bonding moment between Robert Duval and, <laughs> and Tom Cruise. Yeah. In this. this is where they go from hating each other to loving each other. When he admits, I know nothing about cars, I can just drive. It's like, oh, I can work with that. <laughs> They've gone through months of not being able to work with each other to being able to work with each other. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, right, and the one we all three of us watched... Um, I'm going to let you take this one as your first introduction into <laughs> your what we've been watching here. Have fun. Flatliners. Fucking, from the director of the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It is, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The f- <laughs> oh, wow. That one. The, 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 yeah, the, the remake of Flatliners. Um, starring um, Noel's crush, apparently, <laughs> Ellen Page. <laughs> Noel's crush from nearly ten years ago. <laughs> um, we, yeah, um, that, that was a surprise, Noel. Um, he'll know what... He'll know... Yeah, oh dear. Um, Ellen Page, Diego Luna, Nina Del Brez, others. Um, Kiefer Sutherland as... I'm not Kiefer Sutherland... I'm disguising myself in a way <laughs> because I'm really fucking embarrassed that I'm here. Um, <laughs> I was shit-faced when I agreed to this. Why did I agree to this? Like, it's serious. It's amazing. It's like he fucking... He woke up and then suddenly just said, I'm not doing this unless I have a wig with weirdly long grey hair. <laughs> yes. Just... He disguised his dad. Yeah, Yes. And a cane. I must have a cane for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever. It, uh, this fucking film, I just, right, it, it, I, 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 a film has not wound me up 
like this did in a long time. I, 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 I was very similar while I watched it. Wasn't MX. <laughs> no, I was I was irked to say the least. It's just it is these fuck like the first twenty minutes of the film just establishes how much how fucking dickheady these people are, and then the next half an hour says, but once these people flatline, they become even bigger dickheads. <laughs> yeah. And can we just point out, right, it doesn't make sense because other people have experienced exactly the same thing without monitoring these things and none of these things have happened to them. Yeah, so ju- just just to say what the plot of this fucking film is. Because it is different to the original. It, yeah, so basically, Ellen Page, she had a trauma, she fucking got into a car accident with her kid sister and died. Uh, her kid sister died. Um... And so she's all about finding out what happens after, uh, with with after death and whatnot. So she so she goes to medical school for seven years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becomes a doctor on the off chance she might be able to communicate with the dead. Yeah, and then upon finding out that in a disused bit of the hospital that they work in is a whole other functioning hospital. That yeah. is underground and is just there, just in case it's needed. Yeah, yeah. With with literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of yeah. equipment. Yeah, it's. It looks more state of the art than the hospital above ground. It yeah, does. straight up. Um, uh, so she can like basically ask people to kill her and then bring her back. So. And that guy literally... Oh, it's all right, though, because she does get them to sign a waiver. Oh, the fucking waiver. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I've got the waiver. Yeah, that's not legally binding. <laughs> it's just not. It's... It, I mean, the thing is, we're not making any of this up. This actually happens yeah, in the film. It, it's okay. I've drawn up these waivers. Oh, that's fine, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine that? Oh, she, she's fucking dead. Can we just point out, we did sign this waiver. So... Yeah. You could have fucking made that up. Yeah. So they, so the, 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 the first twenty minutes of the film is kind of establishing the, the, like the, the character trait that is going to come to haunt them all, basically. So you know, uh, James Norton's character is a bit of a fucking womanizer. Um, yeah. He he literally is bro in a person. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ellen Page has got some tragedy in her past. Uh, Nina Dobrev actually rich girl yeah smug rich girl um, the, the the other girl um, is really really ambitious and is wound really fucking tight yeah um, so and Diego Luna doesn't have any trauma that's really referred to and that's fine because he's the only one who doesn't flatline so we don't need that aspect <laughs> of his character and he, he literally is the only one who was actually actually kind of like has any interest in backstory in the sense that at one point it, he basically says that he's seen trauma and he's seen bad things so he used to be a firefighter and then they go nowhere with any of that hmm. oh god about that at all yeah so yeah his character is really quite interesting in this and try to go on because I need to come back to his character in a minute sure no uh, so fucking so they're all dickheads. Um, and then when they flatline and then wake up, 
after being seeing some sort of maybe malevolent thing going on, but maybe not. And then they come back, and then suddenly they're super smart, they're super fucking, their senses are all heightened. They're eight, like Ellen Page right. bakes, bakes bread and then plays piano. And what was that? Sorry, breaking walls. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they love breaking walls and dancing yeah. in sleet. Hail, hail, ha- not oh, even sorry. real weather. Yeah, not even um, real weather. Um, it's not real weather. It doesn't. It's not. No one goes. No, no snow, rain, fine. You don't look at hail that, that is actually that compact that you could create a, a snowball out of it and go go dancing that semi naked because you get outside and go shit. This is fucking out. No. Yeah. Dancing hell. No, and they just fucking keep stopping cars. Yeah. Yeah. Just kids. Dickheads. Like dickheads. Um, so that's the thing. You, you spend it all going, oh, these fucking dickheads are dickheads. Um, and then, and then, the best moment in the movie, everybody involved in the film realises, we don't like Ellen Page, do we? <laughs> so it's like, what can we do? Right, these characters, Hang on, her and Nina Dobrev's characters kind of interchangeable, aren't they? Yeah, they are, aren't they? We like Nina, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, she was really good in Return of Xander Cage. She is really good in Return of Xander Cage. Yeah, kumquat. Um, so, let's... Yeah, fuck it. Ellen, we'll still pay you the same. We're, we're, we're going to put a death scene in here for you. How long can it take to shoot? Two hours? Yeah, brilliant. All right, fuck off. Right. <laughs> We're literally, we're literally going to throw you off a fucking building. It, it, it is mental. And then Nina Dobrev becomes the main character of the film, despite the yeah. fact that she seemed like she was like the third or fourth most important. So they're, they're trying to do an alien, um, yeah. in a way, but not. <laughs> but, but, but no On idea. A shitter scale. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, and and then they all get chased by malevolent things. They fucking realise that all they've got to do to stop the thing, which is never explained, from haunting them, is to basically convert to Catholicism. It is. It, um, it that the moral of the story is: as long as you say sorry and kind of mean it, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, like, literally, the brilliant thing is that it's like you have to get the other party to actually forgive you as well. But how does that happen? Well, the the other girl looks intensely at the woman she needs to to say sorry, and then she says sorry, and then immediately she's in the clear. Um, James Norton, in fairness, his character has to man up and say... This kid's my kid. So but you do get a feeling like he literally went, I'm going to I'm gonna be there. But what he actually means is I'm going to use my dad's money to buy them a house so I don't feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um Diego Luna doesn't have to feel sorry for anything, he just gets to fuck Nina Dobrev. Yeah. Um and, 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 then, and then a minute later I literally go, Oh my god. You're a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is which is pretty great. And Nina Dobrev literally has to learn to forgive herself. Yeah, she doesn't even need to say sorry to anybody. She just has to learn to forgive herself. 
Oh, God, it's getting worse when you say it out loud. But she can't say sorry to her person. No, then she, she should. Them. It's her Do you know what? Yeah, she should die. Forgive yourself. Not even get the other person to forgive you. Learn to forgive yourself. No matter what bad shit you've done, that baby you ran over, it's all right, as long as you forgive yourself for it. Just to clarify, she doesn't run over a baby. No, she doesn't. She might have done. We don't know what was in the director's cut. You know, you've also got the um, the the amazing treat that is her character being dead for like six, seven minutes, and then, and nobody being able to do anything, and then Diego Luna literally injecting her with something, and she wakes up. Yeah, and it's fine. And it's fine. No brain damage at all. She's all no. good. Um. Oh, and by the way, the 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 medical report that she falsified. And basically, set where she said that the death was not caused by her own negligence, but by a jellyfish sting. She just gets probation for yeah. it and gets to remain a doctor. She, she, she literally, during her training to become a doctor, commits Fuck the you. one crime you're not allowed to commit as a doctor, other than fiddling with a patient, right? And it's like. Oh, it's fine. So again, clearly, like James Norton's character, Daddy paid somebody off. <laughs> so we get to Diego Luna's character. Only character that doesn't flatline it, isn't a prick. They constantly say to him when he says, we should stop doing this, this is getting out of hand. And they go, "You walk away then, we don't need you. Except they do, because he's the only person who can bring them out of bring them essentially back to life, yeah. they'd all be dead without him. He's, he's and, all that, like, saves them every time. Every time. And the bit that really baffles me, right, why, whenever they need to do anything medical at all, <laughs> do they have to take off their top layer of clothing? This is people who, who are constantly walking around in lab coats, Yet whenever they have to do anything, I better take off this jumper I'm wearing. I better take off this jacket I'm wearing. I'll just take off my shirt. Whose idea was that? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They would be used to wearing a top layer. And, as well, if you're going to do all of this, get all of these things prepared beforehand. Don't go, oh shit, we better get that adrenaline that is in that drawer that we've got to unpack. Have it there. Literally, I'm sure this is part of their training as that doctors. That seems like some magical shit, though, that, that stuff they inject. I, it just brings them back every time. It does. It's, oh, my God, it's painfully stupid, this movie. It is very stupid. And not in, like, a fun way. I kind of want to rewatch the original now, though, to see, like... The original's fine. But I don't remember it. It's, it's fine. The, original, the original's an entertaining 80s... Studio Rat Pack movie. Yeah. You know, it's not quite the Rat Pack, but it's like the, the Rat Pack. Adjacent. It, it, it's the B team. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is just... They've tried to make a psychological horror movie out of... Not a psychological horror. Hmm. It's, it, oh, it's horrible. What else should we watch your name? It's the fucking... It, it, it's just... It's the worst. It, it just... It's... Just to, just to finish up on Flatliners, it's like the scares of fucking bobbins... Yeah. Um, I, I, it just who is it made for? Yeah. I, I I thought I might like it because I you you know me I like trash horror mm. I will watch any old shite if it got a, if it's got a decent jump scare in it 
and it's not too crap, I'll, I'll watch it. One of my most rewatched movies is Boo. I love Silent Hill. This this should have been a film that I liked, but it was just so crap. It's yes. trash horror. It, it, it would have been a contender for my worst film of, uh, of the year last year if if we'd actually seen it last year. <laughs> like, easy, easy. Um, okay, so I watched... Um, yeah, so like I said, I rewatched Game Night. That, that flick's great. Um, yeah, it's... San Andreas, still have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Uh, watched um, Maggie's Plan. Um, it's directed by Rebecca Miller and uh, stars uh, Greta Gerwig, Ethan Hawke, um, yeah. Julianne is Moore. On, is this on Netflix now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought I'd thought seen it on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and others. Um, so the thing is, I, I really like this film, but I've got a weakness for films set in the New York in New York in autumn slash winter with smart people in them. Yeah. So there, there's my inherent bias there. Um, so basically, story is um, Greta Gerwig is a single woman who's decided that she wants to have a baby and. Um, Travis Fimmel from Warcraft um, plays uh, kind of an, uh, like an ex-college um, like classmate of hers who's prepared to give her some sperm. And yeah. um, around that time as well, she meets Ethan Hawke's character, who's uh, a writer who's trying to get into fiction. And... She then sleeps with him. He's married to Julianne Moore. And then it it jumps a few years later and she's got a kid. She's with Ethan Hawke. And then she kind of realises, hang on a second, Ethan Hawke's character is still in love with Julianne Moore's character. Or is it that she thinks he's in love with Julianne Moore's character still? so, So tries to get a plan, make a plan, to get Julianne Moore's character back with Ethan Hawke's character. Um, so, I think Greta Gerwig's characters, I think, kind of get off rather easily because they're kind of kooky. Yeah. Uh, you know, which... which and I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Gerwig actually kind of, like, lets this happen with her characters. Um, you know, then again with Lady Bird, I think there's kind of an aspect of that as well. And she wrote and directed that thing. So it, it seems like just because characters say they know they have faults, it, it, it's almost, it, it's almost like Catholicism again. It's like you acknowledge the thing, even if you don't really mean it, the fact that you say it kind of means like, okay, all my sins are washed away. Um, yeah, there, there is a bit of a, I, that's a, a, an issue I have with, with Greta Gerwig in the fact that I, I like Greta Gerwig I think she's a very good actress and I think that I, I like Lady Bird for different reasons too but I liked him not as much as you but I was I was shocked at how much I got on with, with that movie because it did feel like it was going to be it, it was going to push all my wrong buttons but yeah I, I, I do agree she, her, her characters often do get away with a lot because people like the actress yeah, yeah, and it's. Um, I think that's definitely the case here. However, 
I think she's also got a kind of a vulnerability and a charm to her in this in this character in in this role, which I think does kind of show why people would feel warmly towards her, um, despite some of the fucked up things that she actually does in this film. Um, Ethan Hawke, you know, I he's just he's Ethan Hawke. He's great. It's the most Ethan Hawkey role there is. Yeah, and it, yeah, kind of to be fair, and he's great. Um, Julianne Moore having a lot of fun in the role. Uh, Bill Hader and Maya Rudolph in kind of smaller parts. They do well. It just it's it was. I just enjoyed being in this world for an hour and a half. No, oh, that's that. I, I'm, I'm gonna give that a go now because it, it it sounds like but it might. The, 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 the one might be nails on chalkboard. Like, might be nails on chalkboard for you, mate. Just to warn it you. It might be that. It might be yeah. And the, 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 the bit that that makes me go, oh, I don't know what I can cope with it is already on the outset. It sounds like it might be nails on a chalkboard, but I, I might teeter the, the edge of really enjoying it. But Wallace Shawn is like fucking nails down a chalkboard for me. He's in it. I. Is he not in it a lot? I... Oh, yeah, shit, he is barely in it. Oh, I'm, I'm not too bad, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's no, he's barely in it. Um, Fucking hate that guy. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he hated it, to be honest, dude. <laughs> I'll give it a go and, and, and report back. Uh, rewatch Two Guns. Love that movie. Yeah, that film's fucking great, and it's weird that it's five years old. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Never got a sequel, and that I, I I definitely would have watched more of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, uh, Two Guns is fantastic. I, <laughs> yeah, like Mark Wahlberg seems to be about making a movie with Denzel Washington. <laughs> What's that? It's, just, it's how excited Mark Wahlberg's character oh, seems yeah. to be about being in a movie with Denzel Washington's character. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's. Um, just the fact as well, like, I thought it was interesting that they, um, the, the girl in it, um, oh, it is Paula Patton, shit, yeah, it, it is. is. The fact that they, they kill her off. Yeah. And it's just like, her character's actually a little bit of a scumbag, and then they just, they kill her off. It, 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 it's, uh, it's a fucking fun movie, it really is, that. But yeah, it is, it is a fun film, and they're great together, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, fan. Uh, okay, so even though Nolan gave two and a half stars according to Letterboxd. Hmm, fuck you, Noel. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, last one for me, I believe. Uh, yeah, Incredibles 2. Um, so I really... Uh, Incredibles 2 is great. I liked it more than the first one myself. Um, I've never been super, super into the first film. as something with... I like it, but there's something about it that's never quite clicked for me. But this one um, really fucking works all guns blazing. Uh, it's just... It's got it's got a story that feels very now, and yet obviously wasn't meant to be so, because these things take years to fucking make. Um, and I kind of appreciate it more for that. So... Basically, it literally starts right at the end of the first one. So at the end of the first one, they're, they're, they've just defeated um, uh, Syndrome, or, and, and now they're being attacked by the Underminer. Um, and literally, the second one picks up with that. And there's there's a fight, and um, shit gets wrecked. And like, like with the first one, 
people are pissed off about supers causing damage. Uh, but there's this wealthy uh, kind of tech guy uh, voiced by Bob Odenkirk who um, wants to bring superheroes back into the limelight. And he thinks the best way of doing so is um, to actually use Elastigirl, uh, which Holly Hunter, uh, to do so because she doesn't wreck shit as much, which actually does kind of make sense. She's a good, she's more of a good PR spin on it to reintroduce supers. Um, so she's going out there fighting crime, and uh, Mister Incredible is uh, left uh, watching the kids. Um, and being a stay-at-home dad, essentially. Uh, so he's going to try and figure out maths. He's got to deal with um, Violet having boy trouble, and uh, Jack-Jack has got these powers that are manifesting, and he's got to try and deal with those as well. Um, uh, but there's a new villain, uh, Screen Slaver, um, uh, around as well. And, um, I don't know, it's interesting... Screenslavers actually got quite a compelling kind of reason for why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and there's an interesting... There's an interesting way in which what they're doing is actually morally... You can see their point, but how they're going about it is wrong. Um, and yeah. there's there's a connection with a character which I'm not going to say because it might might make things a little bit too obvious. Um, but there's a connection with a, a character's thinking which offers an interesting kind of through line. It gives an interesting dynamic to the reveal of the screen slaver and what's actually been going on. Um, but so there's that. But it's also got some really great action sequences. The stuff with Jack Jack, there's some really fucking solid silent comedy shit. There's um, there's a sequence where Jack Jack is watching TV and he sees uh, like a, a a robber dressed in black and white with like the mask on and stuff on TV. And it's like right bad guy, and he sees outside a raccoon trying to like eat their <laughs> trash and stuff. And then it's basically Jack Jack versus the raccoon. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing um, it's just like because he's like doing all his powers and stuff against this raccoon and this raccoon is both freaked out and really annoyed um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's great um, and yeah it just it, it kind of ticked the boxes for me um, Lottie had three pee breaks which was intensely annoying because I really wanted to watch the fucking film um, but like, uh, you know, that, that's a sign that she was not as engaged as she could be. Um, yeah. but to be fair for like this, I mean, she's only four. So, um, I, I, I think maybe this is one for maybe the older kids, not, not because the content's like mature or any, uh, I mean, like they like, it's not too intense or anything. It's just, it, there's, it's quite talky. Um, sorry. You've got to engage with it differently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, whenever there was, like, she loved the, the, the fucking, when, like, she said her favourite bit was when Jack, uh, when the baby got the powers. It was basically yeah. whenever Jack Jack was doing his power stuff, she thought it was fucking hilarious, uh, <laughs> which, which is, you know, it's what, what I wanted, really. Um, so, yeah, it just, it's, 
it does say some shit, but it doesn't smush your face in it. It's got really, really fun action sequences, um, and the comedy's on point as well. It's do I need an Incredibles free? No, I genuinely don't. But it, if if they leave it here, that's absolutely fine and and good job. It's 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 really. It's the first Pixar sequel in forever where I've actually thought, yeah, that was worth doing. Did I read something recently where they were going to try and stop making sequels? They won't. They won't, no. Like, no. it's made a lot of money. It's Pixar. They'll cash in on it. But. It, it, it's... It, it, they, they, yeah, they, they did say that they're going to try and make less sequels. Right. Um, but it, it, it's posturing. It's, it's because they've been accused of making too many sequels recently. Um, it it just comes across as just oh yeah we're we'll, we're not going to make many sequels they, they will yeah it, it it's just because they're running out of sequels to make it, well yeah it, it it's just I mean I think Cars Three was a bit of a a turning point because that film did not do that well yeah in comparison to to, to the way that Pixar movies usually do no yeah. it was not well received. Yeah, and I mean, like, but then Coco, so yeah, Cars Cars 3, box office worldwide, apparently 383 million. Is that what it did? It definitely didn't do that, just the US. Like, it definitely did not do 383 million in the US. That must be worldwide. Whereas, like, what did Coco do? But Cars Cars 3 was what we were saying, wasn't it? Yeah, Cars 3... Cars three did worldwide three hundred eighty three million. That, so that 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 didn't that that didn't set a profit, did it? And Coco eight hundred and seven million. Well, The Incredibles two after what been out for a couple of weeks mm. in the US, and I think it's had the UK release as well. And a few of it, I think it's still got Asia ago, hasn't it? But then again, the Pixar movies don't do massive in, in Asia, do they? Mm. Uh, in a British, it's eight hundred and sixty, so it'll probably it'll probably just cross a billion. Is that because they appreciate more well-drawn shit? Or... It, it's not their animation, so they, they, they're they're good with their own animation. Yeah, it's not really. It's Pixar don't try and, and do too well in Asia. They don't try and uh, reach that market because it's it it's trying to sell them something where we go, oh, hang on a minute, we do this better. Already. Yeah, we're, we're we're good with what we've got. Yeah, but, oh my. Incredibles too, though. I am quite intrigued. All oh, the two hours long for a kids movie. The oh, fucking no, I, there's a short film, mind at the start. Oh, is that including the short film? Yeah. What's the short like on this? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking mental. I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, <laughs> it's. I'm not. I'm not going to say. Like it just. It's. I was watching that thing and it was like, okay, that's a weird idea. And then it's, that's a, this is a very weird idea. And then, what the fuck? Like, genuinely, what the fuck? Somebody eats something, I will say. And it's like, what the the fuck? And then it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. But, yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> and by the way, Coco made $189 million in China. Did it? 
That's surprising, actually. Like that fucking that fucking film did eight hundred million worldwide, and they only made just over two hundred in the US. <laughs> yeah. In a post-Trump world, that doesn't surprise you too much, does it? <laughs> yeah, fuck you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so that that just goes to show. I mean, like, I think it's just quality control. Uh, it, you know, Cars Three, Cars yeah. Three is not a quality film. It's it's just it's not. It's a toy commercial. Yeah, that's quite what it is. It's it, 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 it's a toy. It's a it's a, it's a ninety-three minute toy commercial where even Pixar will admit. Do you know what? We, we we didn't do it. We didn't, the movie don't need to make money because we made a shit and went out of toys. As cynical as that is, but it's the truth. But but do do watch Incredibles too and just let me know what you think of the short film. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's fucked. Anyway, let's do some uh, let's do some questions. It's getting on in it, so um, let's... I, I'm not actually sure we even got any beyond the one that we're covering next week. All right, no, you're right. I think we did. Oh, no, and we Becky. Did. You'll you'll be pleased to know we didn't get the retweets. Yay! Yeah. Give it time. It was within the next hour. Oh. I'm I'm a fucking watch them anyway. Sod it. <laughs> um. Honestly, I I said to you the other day, didn't I? The inclusion of sharing, Mamma Mia, here we go again, actually makes me kind of want to watch it. And I know I can't watch the second one without watching the first one, so I might my hands might be tied anyway. To be honest, you reckon? Mm. You reckon we're, we're going to go for it? Is it on anything? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it'll be on something, yeah. Uh, you could, you, not I, take that Meryl Streep shit. Oh shit! To be fair, yeah, is it on fucking Sky Cinema? Because it's not on Netflix or Amazon, but I haven't thought of Sky. Because I was gonna, re- I was gonna pay three forty nine to rent it because it's in four K. <laughs> I don't think you need that four K, mate. No. I know you're coming to 4K strong, but, you know. No matches. There's no oh. matches on Sky Cinema. To be fair, we can just borrow my parents' DVD of it if you want. But no. Uh, Mamma Mia, uh, we can record it. It is on. Wait. On this week, Ian. It is on ITV on Sunday afternoon. No, I'm not fucking yeah no fuck you Becky I'm not watching it on ITV <laughs> yeah it's on ITV HD on what is it yeah I'm not no man I'm going to start watching it tonight before I go to bed so fuck you <laughs> yeah fuck we'll run it <laughs> so yes we might be doing that so Ian what are we covering next week then uh, well Mamma Mia here we go again Yep. Can we do something good as well? Well, I don't know whether it's good because I haven't seen it, but um, Hotel Artemis, the uh, Drew Pierce written and directed one with Jodie Foster and Jeff Goldblum and Dave Bautista and whatnot. How, how's that sounding? Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that shit. And um, also on Sunday, we are recording the Mission Impossible 2 commentary. We are indeed. So that will be up... Um, that will be up on the, uh, the, the, the the Sunday, hopefully. How many weeks have we got till the new Mission Impossible? It's next week. <gasps> that is so fucking exciting. It is, yeah. Yeah, I might, I might, it's out next Wednesday. I'm going to really try and get through the five by next Wednesday so I can see it next Wednesday. <laughs> You're very excited, aren't you? I'm so excited. Wednesday, aren't we? I might just chain watch that first trailer with the, with the good music over it. 
um, between now and then, like once a day. Nice. <laughs> I really hope it lives up to my expectations. I want to be so sad if it doesn't. If it's shit, I'm going to be so uh, sad. Early word is it's not. Good. Early word is very good on it. Good. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. That is it. Thank you for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed what has proven to be a rather bumper episode of Dugan and Monkey. It has, yeah. It's been a god another fun one to record. That very much enjoyed this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Flat Niners is fucking awful. Yeah. Um, at Dugan and Monkey at Bexyfors at Ian Loring at Dudefors. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get some stuff on the website. I've got a few ideas and stuff I want to write, and I'm actually going to sit down and write it. So. Whoa. I know. No way. Shit. I know. Shit's getting real. It is, cause I, because I keep thinking, I should write that, and then, and then just, the ideas just go out of my head, and then I think, well, I, I, that might have been quite interesting to write. Don't mind people reading it, but it might have been interesting to write it. Yeah, what? sometimes you get your ideas down on paper, isn't it? Yeah. Digital. Digital paper, yeah. If anybody... Um, if, if anybody has any uh, questions or topics they want us to cover on the Mission Impossible commentary, hit us up. Yeah. Um, other, uh, otherwise, we will speak to you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. And I'm going to I'm, I'm go watch Mamma Mia. <laughs> We're going to eat out. We are. Fucking hell, you haven't eaten yet. Yeah, go on, fuck off then, bye. <laughs> I can hear the sound Sky is